0: Reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, Blue Wire listeners. This podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest, easiest, and safest way to bet on all things sports. And with March Madness, the Masters, and Major League Opening Day just around the corner, BetOnline has the latest news, scores, and odds to help you win big. And the best part? you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Yeah, so why don't you head on over to betonline.ag and use our promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your free money. Literally free money, so you cannot beat that. Plus, signing up is a great way to support keeping it 300. And I know you want to support your girl right here, Fallon Smith, and your boy, James Jones. Again, that's promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, when you sign up at betonline.ag. Online.ag, Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Blue wire in the shotgun. Car's gonna throw. Pumps looks end zone. Throws for the end zone, wide open. James Jones. I would play the slots because you know what they say scared money don't make money and I got scared money Rodgers to the end zone caught for the touchdown James Jones John Gruden has not coached since 2008 so what makes you believe that he is the guy to take this franchise to the next level You know and it's just Cali swag what's good raider nation i am recording this late monday night late monday night february 24th so i will be releasing it on tuesday morning just fyi you're listening to keep it at 300 brought to you by blue wire and our friends at betonline.ag i'm fallon smith james jones had a little scheduling conflict It's all good, though. I'm writing solo for this one. It's still going to be a great episode, I promise. And on this episode, I'm going to answer some questions from Raider Nation. So thank you guys for sending in your questions. But before we get to that, I do want to cover a little news. It's not anything crazy, but just keeping Raider Nation in the loop. Over the weekend, if you guys didn't hear the news already, John Gruden announced that the Raiders' June mandatory minicamp that will be held June 14th through the 16th will actually be in Las Vegas, not Alameda. And Gruden even added, if we can let everyone in, we will. Now, they are still expected to hold their training camp in Napa this summer, so hopefully that doesn't change. But since we are on the topic of Las Vegas, I was actually on the Raider Cody podcast over the weekend, and he asked me about my thoughts on the move to Las Vegas and how the Raiders are officially the Las Vegas Raiders. And, you know, I said... I never thought I would say this, you know, because I was very bummed that the Raiders were leaving Oakland again for the second time. This time, for real, for real, for real. They ain't coming back. (laughs) But I never thought I would say this, but I'm excited for the Raiders starting fresh in Las Vegas. I really, really am. You know, things have not gone so well over the last two decades and everybody deserves a fresh start. And more importantly, the team, the players, and the fans deserve a new stadium. You know, something beautiful. When things go wrong, I always make a joke. I always say, man, why can't the Raiders have nice things? Well, guess what? They're going to have a nearly $2 billion state-of-the-art stadium and a beautiful practice facility in Henderson. So we're finally going to have something nice that is our own, that we can call our own. You know what I mean? I'm pretty excited about that. And, you know, this wasn't going to be done in Oakland. You know, this was the smartest move that Mark Davis could have made for the franchise financially. Now, obviously, the sentimental side of me is like, this sucks. You know, they're leaving Oakland, etc. But if I'm using my brain financially, it definitely was the best move for the Raiders. So I'm excited to see what the future holds. It took me a while. But yes, I am finally on board. And with the huge, huge, huge offseason looming for the Raiders, this move to Las Vegas makes the Raiders a sexy, sexy, sexy destination for free agents. I mentioned this on the podcast last week, I believe, about, you know, the Raiders being a sexy destination for free agents. You know, Vegas, obviously, Um, and you know, when those free agents come to visit Las Vegas, I feel like they're going to be completely blown away, you know, blown away by the facilities, blown away by the stadium, blown away by the practice facility and everything that Vegas has to offer. Um, I've heard so many stories of free agents coming to Oakland, and <laughs> a lot of them kind of laugh. They can't believe what they're seeing. Somebody told me, and um, this person shower remain nameless, but they felt they had visited a junior college facility. They thought it was a joke. So and I said this on the last podcast of like, wow, you know, some of these Raiders, like a Derek Carr, you know, for example, who's been there since his rookie year, he's gonna be like, Wow, this is what it feels like to be in the NFL, you know? Cause let's face it, the Raiders had the worst stadium in the National Football League. Obviously, next to them, the Chargers, that's obviously why they moved to LA. Then you had St. Louis, et cetera. Anyways. This had to be done, y'all. And we're finally, finally, finally going to have something nice to look forward to that we call our own for years to come. So pretty pumped about that. And especially the free agent part of everything because the facilities and the city are going to sell itself. So be pumped up because this is a huge off season for the Raiders. And we need as much fanfare and excitement, you know, surrounding the Raiders entering the 2020 season. All right. Well, I didn't mean to blab for that long. So my apologies, Raider Nation. It is now time for our Raiders mailbag. Thank you, Raider Nation, for sending in your questions. You guys are awesome. The first one is from at Power 2000 His name, though, on Twitter is RaiderAV530. He wants to know, will the Raiders week one game be in prime time? Well, the schedule hasn't come out yet, and it doesn't come out until April, but if the league is smart, they will make the Raiders play week one at home so that their season opener, their home opener, and their debut as a franchise in Las Vegas will be in prime time. Sunday night football, Monday night football, whatever, I'll take it. It is the only thing to do. It is the right thing to do, so they need to make it happen, but we'll see. Again, the schedule does not come out until April, but if they're smart... They will make it happen. All right, next question is from at sneak Zoner. Do you think we should bring in Charles Woodson as a DB coach? Well, right now, Jim O'Neill is the DB coach, and I don't see that changing. But, man, I've wanted C. Wood to be the DB coach since screwed and took the job in 2018, okay? But, as you know, Charles had the ESPN gig, and now he's on Fox. And, really, I think he's enjoying life right now with the TV stuff, along with his wine company. I mean, life is good for C. Wood. See what I did there? But anyways, um, I don't think he's ready to get back into the 24-7 grind of things that is NFL football. Um, And life as a coach is stressful, man. And again, he's loving life, loving retirement, doing a little TV here, you know, TV there, whatever, and drinking a lot, a lot of wine. Now, I would love to see it. But again, Seawood is living the good life right now, so I don't see that happening. Okay, the next one is from at CallieFrankie831. Oh, Lord, I'm going to have a long answer. I already know it. He asks, you know, number one question is going to be about car. What's your gut telling you, especially with all these Instagram posts? Fake news? (laughs) Huh. Well, I wasn't going to answer this question, but then I did want to address Derek Carr's Instagram posts. That part of the question intrigued me, but I do want to reiterate, if you listen to this podcast, then you already know how I feel about Derek Carr, but don't stop listening just because I said that, because I do have some points to make, okay? I have said in the previous episodes, I do not think Derek Carr is going anywhere, That is just what my gut is telling me at Cali Frankie 831, okay? At least not next season. And yes, Mike Mayock and John Gruden will do their due diligence during the combine and leading up to the draft when it comes to evaluating quarterback talent. They'll also inquire about some free agent quarterbacks, etc. Because guess what? That is their job. But that does not mean that they're going to move on from Carr. Now, with that said... When it comes to his recent Instagram posts, and for those who don't know what we are referring to, go check out Derek Carr's Instagram, okay? <laughs> he had posted a picture with of him versus the Chargers in L.A., a picture of him and Khalil Mack, a picture of himself versus the Colts. Guys, listen, he is just trolling people, okay? He's trolling people right now. He's having a little fun controlling the narrative and honestly I love it even his brother David said he was trolling people okay so stop looking too much into this I do want to say this Raider Nation you know the Raiders have played the quarterback carousel for way too long the grass isn't always greener okay has Derek played up to his 125 million dollar billing no no he hasn't but he is not one of these bottom of the league quarterbacks okay and the numbers show that and at the end of the day The quarterback position is the least of the Raiders' problems right now. The least of their problems, okay? Now, crucify me next season if this doesn't happen, but I guarantee if the Raiders get a number one receiver, a few pieces on defense, especially linebacker, okay? And if that defense can at least be a middle-of-the-pack defense instead of being near dead last in every statistical category, as they have been for Derek Carr's entire tenure as a Raider— I guarantee the Raiders make the playoffs next season. I guarantee it. But let me stop going off topic. Back to car trolling. <laughs> what I like about car trolling, and I said this on the Raider Cody podcast Friday night, you have all these media members reading into it and running with it and going crazy over it. You know, tweeting, well, if car is on the trade block, then expect the Bears to be interested. Expect the Colts to be interested, et cetera, et cetera. And mind you... These are not bottom-of-the-league teams that are interested in Derek Carr. These are teams that are a quarterback away from making the playoffs. And if they're interested in Derek Carr, it should make you think like, yeah, well, maybe he isn't so bad, right? Do we really have it that bad? Maybe we don't. Because you don't. Point being, the whole IG trolling situation is allowing Carr to see what his value is. And I'm hoping that, you know, Raider Nation also sees this. And even if you don't, okay, whatever. But all I'm saying is it's allowing Carr to see what his value is. He's able to control the narrative right now. All players want in this league is respect. And all they want is to be wanted. You know what I mean? They want respect and they want to be wanted. Garrett Carr wants respect and wants to be wanted. And the truth is... We haven't heard Gruden come out and say, yes, Derek Carr is our guy next year. Derek Carr is our guy in Vegas. He left it open-ended at the end of the season when asked about Derek going forward. So if I'm D.C., I'm feeling a little disrespected. You know what I mean? Especially with all the trade rumors that have come out over the last couple of weeks, neither Mayock or Gruden has come out and shut down those rumors. So if I'm D.C., feeling a little disrespected, whatever, Raider Nation, you can agree with me, not agree with me. It is what it is. But I applaud Derek Carr for trolling. I love it. Because at the end of the day, I don't put anything past Gruden. I never thought in a million years that he was going to trade Khalil Mack. And well, here we are, (laughs) you know? So if something crazy does happen and Derek Carr isn't with the Raiders next season, well, guess what? Derek Carr is going to be just fine because there are plenty of teams out there that are interested in D.C. So I hope I answered your question. Now I do want to say doing a podcast solo is really hard because I have to talk the whole time and I'm 26 weeks pregnant. And if I'm breathing hard, I'm trying to catch my breath or whatever, it's because it's this pregnancy, bro. I'm like losing my breath trying to talk. But let's move on. Let's move on to the next question. At Jabroni29 wants to know, What are the top three Raider needs heading into the draft and free agency? Number one, wide receiver. We need a number one wide receiver. And there are several guys that I have my eye on. I guess I'll talk about that a little bit later. But yes, number one, wide receiver. Two, linebacker. Lord knows we have to shore up the middle of that defense. For sure, for sure. And number three, we could also shore up that interior line. So I'm going defensive lineman. So number one, wide receiver. Number two, linebacker. Number three, a defensive lineman. Oker. I think I'm getting a little delusional because it's really, really late. But anyways, um, I cannot stress enough the need for wide receiver and linebacker, though, okay? And here's proof. My guy Vic Tafer, he pointed this out the other day. He wrote, in Gruden's two seasons back as the Raiders head coach, he signed 23 receivers, traded for six, and he has played 18. 18 different receivers, y'all, in two seasons, okay? And apparently it's just as bad at linebacker. Since 2018, the Raiders have signed 22 linebackers and have played 15. That's just awful on so many levels. And with the draft and free agency, you know, the Raiders have a chance to get some long-term foundational pieces at these much-needed positions. All right? So, again, I can't stress enough how important this offseason is for the Oakland Raiders. All right, moving on. At Mopar Raz, he asks, should the Raiders trade back with one of the first round picks or stay put? And his question actually goes along uh, with another question I got from at Raider Mike 135. Do we end up moving into the second round of the draft? All right. So this is always a tough one for me. Um, I'd rather trade back and get more draft capital than actually trade up and lose picks. But I'm a fan with the Raiders staying put this year. But, you know, the Raiders don't have a second round pick right now. So I wouldn't mind, you know, giving up that 19th pick, you know, from the Bears to trade back and get more picks and get into that second round. Now, it's all going to be situational, of course, depending on who's still on the board. You know, if your guy is there at 12, you get him. If your guy is still there at 19, you get him. You know, regardless, though, of what the Raiders do, I do trust Mike Mayock and his ability to evaluate talent. He did a great job in his first draft as GM last year, you know, minus the reach on Cleveland Farrell. But uh, we're going to let that slide. The verdict is still out. I'm going to hold out hope. We'll see what happens. But uh, the rookies, you know, made huge impacts. They were hands down the best rookie class in all of the NFL last year. So that's something to be proud of for sure. And get you excited, you know, for this year's draft. All right. Um, Anthony Garcia wants to know, is it possible that the Raiders move up to three to take Simmons and were able to keep their 12th pick and select Lamb or Judy? All righty. Well, I just mentioned how I'm not a fan of moving up at all. Um, <laughs> and as much as I want Isaiah Simmons, you know, the linebacker out of Clemson, this ain't happening. The Raiders already don't have second and sixth round picks. So you'd have to give up, you know, I feel, in in my opinion, too much to trade up. I'm all about stockpiling picks, not losing them. Simmons is my dream linebacker, not going to lie. But I'm not trading up to get him. And he's not going to be available. So I've already had him, like, clear out of my mind. Unless something crazy, crazy, crazy happens. I don't think... And I mean, there's no way he's going to be there um, at 12. But you never know. Crazier things have happened. But I just have already, you know, given up on that being a possibility. And again, I don't see the Raiders doing that. I'm actually nervous about the Raiders taking a linebacker in the first round period. I really, really hope they do because history shows that they ain't too keen on drafting a linebacker early. The last time the Raiders drafted a linebacker in the top three rounds was actually in 2010. And y'all remember who that was, right? Rolando McClain. And y'all see how that turned out? (laughs) Maybe they're scared. I have no idea. But I hope they draft a linebacker early. So we'll see. Again, I absolutely love Isaiah Simmons, but he's going to be gone. Off the board by 12. I think at 12, we take a wide receiver. I'm praying C.D. Lamb is still there. Please, C.D. Lamb still be there. Um, if not, Jerry Judy. Then at 19, maybe Kenneth Murray, you know, the linebacker out of Oklahoma. Or he could probably trade down and get a guy like LSU's Patrick Queen. So many options for the Raiders. We never know how it's going to play out. But today I was actually reading the Athletics mock draft, and they had the Raiders taking Javon Kinlaw. The defensive tackle out of South Carolina at 12. I don't know if he's still going to be on the board then. We'll see, but he's freaking huge. He's 6'5, 315 pounds. He had a monster senior bowl, just completely dominated the senior bowl. And Will Muschamp has praised him for his willingness to eat up double teams and allow, you know, like his other teammates to make plays. That would be freaking huge for the Raiders because they don't have a guy like that, an impact player like that um, in the interior line. Uh, The Raiders can definitely use, you know, some immediate help and a boost, you know, to their front seven. And actually, this isn't a bad idea. If the Raiders can make a splash in free agency and get someone like Corey Littleton at linebacker, then I don't care about getting a linebacker in the first round. All right? Because that's a sure starter. Right away, impact player, linebacker. Then you get a guy to help you in your interior line. And then at 19 you can get a guy like Henry Ruggs III, you know, the wide receiver out of Alabama. The funny thing is, this actually would have been Al Davis's guy because of his speed. And today at the Combine... I hate hand measurements, whatever. Everyone makes a big deal about it. But he is a wide receiver, and his hands measured something freaking crazy, especially for a 5'11 guy. Like, his hands, I guess, are bigger than Lambs and Judy's. But anyways, there are so many factors that can go into what the Raiders will do in the first round, especially, again, if they get a solid linebacker in free agency, then you don't really have to address that in the first round. So it's all going to depend on what happens during free agency. Either way, I cannot wait to see what the Raiders do this offseason. Well, speaking of free agents, at Raider Nug 209 he wants to know, what current roster free agents do you see staying? So, so far, the Raiders have locked up a few free agents. You know, running back Jalen Rashard, cornerback Nevin Lawson, guard Richie Incognito, guard Denzel Good, but they still have over a dozen guys who will hit the free agent market on March 16th, including running back DeAndre Washington. And I mentioned last week, you know, he's most likely gone, not because he's not a great fit, but because there's going to be interest from a lot of other teams, and I don't think the Raiders will want to pay what other teams are willing to pay him. You know what I mean? Because they just paid Jalen, and they have, of course, Josh Jacobs. So I think that, you know, he's going to be gone next year. We discussed Carl Joseph on the last podcast I know he wants to be a Raider, but he also wants to be wanted, you know. And I think the Raiders may move on from him, especially if they can get a guy like Justin Simmons from the Broncos. That would be freaking awesome. It still, you know, remains to be seen what the Broncos are gonna do with him. Uh, we got corner Daryl Worley; he's also a free agent. But man, if the Raiders, <laughs> I'm I, this is this is just my wish list. Clearly, if the Raiders can sign, you know, a guy like Byron Jones. And you pair him up with Trayvon Mullen. Woo-wee. I'm all for it. Jones, he's going to cost a pretty penny. But the Raiders have the cap to pay him. I won't be mad at all if they break the bank for him, to be honest. To get a shutdown corner, yeah, we good. Pay the man. But anyways. uh, Now, the question actually was, who do I see staying? So let me stick with that. My bad. I think the Raiders should sign. And I mentioned this on previous podcasts. This is not like an impact player, but he's someone who can help. I wouldn't mind the Raiders signing because he's going to be cheap. Linebacker Will Compton. He did some nice things near the end of the season. And again, you could sign him for cheap. And he's a veteran presence. Again, another veteran presence. Vontez perfect. I think, yeah, you sign him for cheap as well because I don't know how many other teams are going to actually want to sign him so you can get him again for cheap. But at the same time, maybe the Raiders are going to be weary that, you know, you put in all this work during the off season, and then he makes a stupid play and then he's kicked out of the league forever. I don't know. So maybe they don't want to take a chance on him. We'll see. Um, I would actually like to see the Raiders re-sign defensive lineman Deion Jordan, to be honest with you. Uh, he came to the Raiders late in the season. He was away from football for a long time and he made a few plays here and there. Nothing like crazy. But we didn't get to see what he's capable of. You know what I mean? And I think he's a physical freak. And I would like to see what he can do with the full offseason with the Raiders. I think he has the potential to be an impact player on this Raiders defense. And again, he's going to be cheap. Low risk, high reward. Is that how it goes? I'm all about it. Now... Um, the following guys, though, are 50-50 for me. I'm not sure what the Raiders are going to do with a guy like, you know, defensive end Josh Morrow, defensive end Benson Mayowa. I know Benson, I mean, he had a career year for him. I believe he had seven sacks, something like that. Um, but then he didn't get much playing time, I believe, after week 10 um, because they did take a look at, at Cleveland a little closer. Obviously, he's your first rounder. You got to do that. Um, then you have guard. Jordan Devy, and then tackle David Sharp. Those guys up in the air. It's a flip of the coin. Not sure what they're going to do with them. So hopefully that answered your question. Kind of just my thoughts on some of the free agents that the Raiders have on their roster. All right. So moving on at Horm 23. Would love to see you guys talk about top free agent targets, maybe a top five list. Well, I already mentioned a few of them, but... Let me roll off some names for you. Um, number one on my list is Corey Littleton, Rams free agent linebacker, of course. The Raiders, they need a linebacker who can cover sideline to sideline, who can cover tight ends, running backs out of the backfield, etc. He could do that, okay? Nicholas Morrow was the Raiders' best coverage linebacker last year. No offense, but that's not really saying much, y'all, okay? Uh, the only problem is... There are a ton of other teams that are trying to sign him, too. So we'll see who could lure, lure him away from the Rams, if that's even possible. All right, number two for me is definitely, I already mentioned him, corner Byron Jones. Yes, please sign me up. Now, I mentioned him earlier, and the truth is Dallas is not going to be able to pay all of their stars. So this, in my opinion, is a huge possibility for other teams who are looking for a shutdown corner. His services, though, will come with a huge price tag. And what's going to help is I really do see the Raiders potentially moving on from Tahir Whitehead and Gabe Jackson, which will give them, I believe, nearly $16 million more towards the cap. So the Raiders will be dang near around $70 million in cap space homie like that's the bomb right there that's a good position to be in my friends entering free agency for show for show so um we'll see what happens now if not jones then all right let's take a look at chris harris jr from the broncos um he's gonna be expensive but guess what you could sign him to a shorter deal so that's good um so yeah i went i went what linebacker corner corner Okay, let's see. Of course, I'm going to address the wide receiver position. So at four, I say either Robbie Anderson or Emmanuel Sanders. That's kind of four or five, huh? Anyways, even though I know Sanders, though, wants to be back with the 49ers, at least that's the vibe that I'm kind of getting. So I don't see that happening. But if the Raiders could get Robbie Anderson, bro, and pair him with a number one receiver in the draft, watch out. Watch out. As James says, oh, now you're working with the Ferrari on offense. Now, again, that gets me all excited and stuff, but it won't mean a thing if the Raiders cannot improve that defense. Just saying. All right, so finally, number five, since I paired up Robbie Anderson and Emmanuel Sanders as one. um, Number five, I'm going with linebacker. If we can't get Littleton, I hope the Raiders go after Browns linebacker Joe Schober for real for real because he is only 26 years old he's very very durable and if the Browns are dumb and let him walk thank you Browns um because I know there's no way in heck we get Byron Jones and Corey Littleton there's no way but I'll be cool if we get Joe Schober and Byron Jones that's probably still a stretch I mean these are big name guys you know top free agent guys but we'll see like I said Vegas, very appealing right now. Very, very sexy. We'll see if these free agents are attracted to the Las Vegas Raiders. Next up, at the Darth Raider. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> at the Darth Raider wants to know, what is a sleeper need you think the Raiders need to address this offseason? Honestly, you guys maybe are going to think I'm a dork. Um, But place kicker, man, they don't make them like Sebastian Janikowski anymore. <laughs> They just don't. And I'm sorry, Daniel Carlson, but you had a rough second half of the season. This dude missed two PATs and seven field goals all coming in the second half of the season. You're supposed to get better, not worse. And the worst part of all of that is some of them were chip shots that he just shaked. So the Raiders need to find themselves a good, reliable kicker. Make it happen. Okay, at might be Zach wants to know, defensive player you're most excited to see progress? This is definitely easy for me. Max Crosby, point-playing period. He turned so many heads this year. He had a defensive rookie of the year-like campaign. His stats were crazy. I mean, for a rookie, 10 sacks, 4 forced fumbles, 17 tackles for losses, 4 passes defense. I mean, he was a fourth-rounder playing like a first-rounder. I can't wait to see what he does in year two. Cannot wait. And, of course, I know Raider Nation can't wait to see, you know, what Jonathan Abram does when he's healthy next year. So those are two guys I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, take the next step. It sucks because we only saw, what, one game from Abram? So, um, But, Max Crosby, I cannot wait for you to ball out next year. All right. At OG Don Juan, he wants to know, assuming no receiver has been taken by the time the Raiders pick, Which one would you pick? Well, I already said it, but I'm going to say it again. I love me some C.D. Lamb, baby. If he's still on the board, the Raiders better take him or I'm going to lose my mind. Like, imagine if C.D. Lamb is still on the board and then they just go in a completely different direction. I will probably cry. But I really don't know if he's going to be on the board when the Raiders pick at 12. So these are all hypotheticals, but still, (laughs) please let C.D. Lamb drop to 12, baby. Okay, last question, and I really like this question. It's a great one. At Ain't Nothing Nice, I'm not sure why that is your Twitter handle, but that's okay. (laughs) He wants to know what's a successful 2020 season for the Raiders? Okay, so what does a successful 2020 season look like? One word playoffs. Seriously, playoffs. The Raiders are not far away from being a playoff team, guys. They're not. And there's no reason why they shouldn't make the playoffs next season if, okay, I'm probably going to sound like a broken record, but if they get a number one receiver, plug some holes on defense. This is why free agency and the draft is going to be huge for the silver and black, okay? Because they are not far away. A lot, a lot, a lot. Actually, everything depends on this offseason. It's huge offseason. It's a make or break off season for Mike Mayock and John Gruden. It really is. The only way to get fans excited, especially in a new city like Las Vegas, you gotta win some games, you gotta make the playoffs. And here's the good news. If a big if though, if the new CBA proposal does go through, guess what? Seven teams from each conference will now make the playoffs, which means the Raiders' chances of making the playoffs will get even better. Either way, it's playoffs or bust next year for the Las Vegas Raiders. Print that. And you know what? I think that is a perfect way to end this podcast. So Raider Nation, thank you so much for sending in your questions. I really, really appreciate all of our listeners. You guys are awesome. If you haven't done so already, please go on iTunes, rate us, write a review. I think it's iTunes, right? iTunes podcast, whatever, you know. Rate us. Write a review. We would really, really appreciate it. You guys rock. Till next time, for James, who is not here, I'm Fallon. I'm out.